Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. You know, the more that I hear you speak, the more I see that you're grounded in the same uh, advice, which is slow down and kind of honor yourself, you know, pay attention to what's going on, listen and create from there, create from love, not, not from a reaction. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So Kelly, as we get closer towards the end, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And I know that because you have, um, a lot of th- different things going on that I don't know the answer and I know you very well. So I'm yeah. curious to, to hear what, um, what you might think if you had to do it all over again, right. Would you do it all over again? I, I do think that I would do it all over again. I do. I wish that I could take, all of the wisdom and life experience that I have today and insert that into my little 21 year old brain. Um, But I do think that I would do it all over again because I truly believe in our, um, our ability to grow deepens with experience. that wasn't just super easy. We, we, we show up in life and we, we life tells us what's up we see ourselves through other people and their experience of us and then we feel into what the experience is and and how to change it and how to grow from it so i don't know that i could say that i would be here and look like this i mean i like i like this road that i've been on it's it's been it's been tough and it's been um beautiful at the same time so I would. I would do it again, for sure. And if you had an opportunity, like right now, if you had a time machine and you can go back to that moment where your first six months started, what would you tell yourself? Listen to your intuition um, and trust in that this this world is going to open up for you and you've been put on this journey for a reason and everything is possible. So don't let fear of some worst case scenario or some um, devastating ending hold you back from speaking your truth and, and, and being completely present in your world and just enjoy the ride. (laughs) Something like that. What, um, what can you, what can you advise them about the emotional stages that they're going to go through? You know, um, a big part of healing is feeling. So you have to don't, you know, let it be, um, feel your emotions and, and, and know that that makes you human. It's, it's one of the most incredible, um, gifts that humans have is that we can experience experience and have a, have a knowing of that enough so that some things hurt and some things make us really happy and excited and, and some things are mundane and, and, you know, boring. We have all of these reactions to our experiences, but that's what being human is all about. So 
feel them, feel them deeply and then let them go so that you can learn and you can grow and you can look forward to all of the next comings that are in line for you that will be an incredible ride. Well said. So there's a couple of things that, that I've been thinking about as I'm talking to you. And one is that you're, you know, you are an artist and it's, you can see it in the way that you, you handle yourself, the words that you choose and everything that, that encompasses you from, from my standpoint, right? From what I know, what's it, what's your new life like? What's, what do you love about life after divorce? I love that I'm in the driver's seat. It feels like I, I, I mean, there's, I have to be responsible for these choices, right? No, I can't blame it on anybody else, but that is the best feeling in the world because I did have an experience uh, for a lot of my young life where I didn't feel in the driver's seat and that codependency that now I've, I've worked out and, and I can even catch myself becoming codependent and working, um, to not let that be because it doesn't end good because that's not who I am. I'm very, um, I'm in love with life and I'm in love with experience. And if someone else is driving, then I'm going to be pretty pissed off. You know, it's not going to end in a happy Kelly. So being, being in the driver's seat and having the power to create my life and to, um, give all of myself to my relationships and to, to anything that I'm involved in just makes it, it makes it so free and so beautiful. I, I never again want to be in a situation where I'm not in the driver's seat. It's a big thing for me. What is marriage to you now? Like, I know that you're remarried, but does it have a different definition, a new significance? Is it something like, I know that uh, for me, you know, getting married the first time, it was like the white picket fence to Disney. Like I yeah. accomplished every single movie that I have ever seen that was like, all right, this is why marriage is so right. important to me. And now I look at it and I'm like, you know, I, I just want partnership. I just want, I want to be with somebody that looks at me like if they won the lottery. Exactly. Yeah. For, for me, um, I believe that we get married for that human support system that's constant, but also to have someone witness our lives, to have someone care that we didn't feel good today or that we had the biggest, most beautiful day of our whole life um, to witness with us as we go. And the responsibility is to also be that person for them. But there's no, for me, marriage is just that. It's just witnessing and supporting. It's not, well, I think that if you take a right-hand turn, that's the best life for you. That's the life that's going to give you all the goods. If you take a left-hand turn, that's the shady ghost forest that looks terrible. Well, you don't get to choose that for me, you know? And, and so it's um, allowing the person to fall, allowing them to make mistakes and learn and grow and just witness it and support and be there if things, if things you know, get cloudy and, and, and the world starts to be tough, then okay, you know, but we're going to do that together and I'm going to do that for you. So it's way more just holding hands and being even in partnership. That's what marriage is for me now. 
Nice. And on that note, let's switch gears. And for those of you that don't know about what um, a life coach is or does, I want to give you the experience of listening to, to Kelly and having her explain what that is. Because, you know, like therapy or having a friend or journaling, you know, life coaching is another outlet that you can choose and create your life as a result out of your divorce. So if you wouldn't mind, Kelly, like what would um, what would having you in in someone's life as a life coach, how would that benefit them through a divorce? Um, the nice thing about coaches is that we serve a purpose of listening first. So there is a conscious conversation that comes about where you just have someone with, with no judgment and no meat in the game. They, they just are, are there to shine light, like a little flashlight in certain places of reality that you might be missing or certain ideas that you are, um, having that you're confused about, there's a flashlight, you know, that we can shine, but it is a lot about conversation because nine times out of 10, the clients that I work with, as they're exploring their experience and sharing that with me, they have these aha moments of, I didn't know that until I just spoke it. I just, I just, I just figured it out. You know, so they, they just by speaking it to someone who, cares and is interested in their story a a lot comes from that you know from just hearing yourself like oh I don't I don't really want to think that anymore and they just tell me you know they'll just tell me I don't why am I looking at it they'll start to ask themselves questions and get really curious about their experience as they're talking so it's it's a really cool way to have a sounding board with someone that cares and that's interested in, in taking you from point A where you are today and bringing you to point B, wherever that is that you want to go in the healthiest way possible and just enriching your life experiences. I think on that note, we've completed this interview. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly, for being a yes to this conversation and also for you know being a stand for your life and for the life of your kids and also having a relationship with your ex and his new wife. I think that that's beautiful. I think it's exemplary. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So guys, that is Kelly Redfield and that's our time. Thank you for joining us. I'll leave in the links below. Um, how you can reach Kelly if, if that's what you're creating. As always, be courageous, be vulnerable, and thank you for your time. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.